It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jackwagons. Brad, the big noise of it's here. The good stuff. Nathaniel Lundy is back in action. This is indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. And uh, once again, I'm in. And the negatives uh, coming off in NFL Sunday, it's just been horrific, horrendous in the player props market for me, uh, really the entirety of the season. I think I'm down like 30 units right now. However, Lundy, I am up uh, right around 14 units at college basketball. I will have some selections in that sport in bonus time on this finals week. Uh, for many institutions, but uh, we have a final act in the NFL tonight at Monday Night Football. New England traveling to the desert to take on the Arizona Cardinals in Glendale. Patriots are laying two in the total, and we got a Captain Hook here. Yar! At 43 and a half. Uh, so what's your gut feeling? On this game, Patriots and Cards. Well, I'll tell you what, Brad, what's been interesting for me in these NFL weeks, this has now happened to me three weeks in a row where I've done very good in the one o'clock Eastern games and then gave it all back in the four o'clock games. Happened to me yesterday. Uh, I went five and two, five and two on the early games. Uh, And then... Uh, when, by the time we got to the afternoon. So uh, I understand. I feel your pain much the way you are finding success in college basketball. I am finding it on the ice. Uh, so we have been trying to make up for our bad picks in the NFL, but that doesn't stop us from attacking tonight's game. Brad, I have said this many, many times. Um, I do not know why Cliff Kingsbury still has a job. Yes, because um, he's handsome. Uh, he's, he's a good-looking dude. Not going to lie. Good-looking dude. Um, but. I think they actually get it done tonight, despite their record at home uh, under Cliff Kingsbury, which, by the way, is 10, 19 and one straight up uh, and 12 and 18 ATS uh, with Kingsbury at home. But I actually think they get it done because as good as Bill Belichick has been, Brad, if you look at this season, when they take on a mobile quarterback, which the last time I checked. Uh, in the dictionary under mobile quarterback, there is actually a picture of Kyler Murray. Uh, they've been struggling. So I am going to take Arizona to win this one by a field goal. I'm taking the under. Give me 2017. Uh, I'm going to take the over ever so slightly, uh, but I agree uh, with your viewpoint on the Arizona Cardinals. I got the cards winning this 24 to 21 and ig- ignore all the trends. Uh, and all the analysis that's out there, because Lundy is 100% right. If you, you know, start stripping this down and you try to get down the brass tacks overall, there is no trend at all that suggests the Arizona Cardinals should remotely win this game on the money line. They are 3-7 and seven ATS uh, in their last 10 home contests and 1-6 and six ATS as a franchise or less of a matchups against the Patriots. So uh, a team that is, uh, you know, shifting and moving and contorting in the wrong direction, uh, but I think ultimately Arizona wins this on a Matt Prater field goal at the end. Aladdin's going to go under. I'm going to go just over. And we are going to stick to that. With that already on the board, let's get after it on this Manic Monday with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Numero Cinco, let's get seduced by the juice. And I'm working those shoulders as a result. John New Smith. Anytime touchdown at plus, you ready for this? 600. Uh, the best odds right now at Bet Rivers. Uh, and here's the reason why 
I say uh, roll the dice, uh, you know, throw out a small sprinkling, uh, minute wager on this uh, because Arizona is allergic to defending the tight end position. Uh, it is very well documented. Uh, we've seen it repeatedly this year. Now, Janu has been an afterthought in this offense. Uh, he's always been targeted 9.1% of the time in terms of team target share. Uh, he's averaging 10.1 routes run per game. 6.7 yards per target, not too bad. He's been top 10 in yards per route run. But again, it's taking advantage of Arizona. If New England is knock at the door of scoring system in this game, and I believe they're going to find the end zone uh, at least two to three times, uh, I think there's a really decent shot for him to score considering Arizona's given up, I believe, nine total touchdowns to the tight end position this season. So maximizing the matchup. I know you're not even remotely thinking about him. He's a stab in the dark. But John U. Smith, anytime touchdown, I'm clacking and clacking and roll the dice at plus 600 at Bet Rivers. Lundy. Any remote inkling that you're going to follow, or is this a full fade? Um, I, I'm not going to say full fade because of the odds. Now, it might only be a, a, a third of a unit, a half a unit of a bet. I don't think I'm going to go crazy with this one. Now, if your favorite book is giving you any kind of a touchdown promotion tonight, I think this is a good one to be able to play because of the vulnerabilities uh, of Arizona, something that has been well documented. So I I see where you're going with this one. Like I'm not, oh my God, I bet the farm. Like I'm not doing that by, by any stretch. Uh, I don't even have, have a farm to bet. Um, although <laughs> I, me as a farmer, a uh, little, you know, with like the sprig of, uh, of wheat sticking out, yeah. I, I it could be pretty funny. Uh, I, I, I'd, I'd probably be the guy that drove the tractor into the ditch on the side of the road, but uh, I digress. I think this is worth a sprinkling, Brad. I, I don't know. Is that considered a follow? Is that considered a fade? What do we categorize this as? Uh, it's a semi is what it is. And you know what, Lundy? Just do it for the cows, man. Bet on Jodu Smith, plus 600 on any time score. Number four. I marching on here, and uh, I love this wager until this morning. And I got an email from John Ewing, a good friend at BetMGM, and he said the three most bet-on player props in the market are uh, DeAndre Hopkins' uh, first-time touchdown uh, in the game and something else DeAndre Hopkins related, and then it was his prop. And I said, oh, crap, it's cursed. But I still got money on it, and I'm still rolling with it, and that is James Conner. On the under 61 and a half rush yards against uh, those New England Patriots uh, who have been outstanding in run defense this season against opposing running backs. They've allowed just 3.73 yards per carry and 54 and a half rush yards per game. That's it on the ground. Uh, you know, Connor is uh, going to be the main man. Uh, there's no question about it. Probably going to get anywhere between 13 and 15 balls of belly. Uh, we feel both of us that it's going to be a highly competitive game, but he might be able to do more damage as a receiver. And I'll have more on that a little bit later in bonus time than a rusher. But, you know, he steadily hit the under on this prop. I think it's somewhere in the 50s here in the end. It's not like his yards have to contact per attempt numbers or his missed tackle rates are so extraordinary. So the advance of the legs are swaying me, really pushing me in one direction and one direction only. And that is with the masses. So, Lundy, fade or follow, uh, are you going to be Joe Public alongside me on James Conner under 61 and a half rush yards, minus 120 
at BetMGM. I am disappointed in our good friend John Ewing because I enjoy having plausible deniability, Brad. Uh, <laughs> and so every single morning when he sends us, because folks, John's fantastic at, at BetMGM. He, he shares the data with Brad and I, um, and it's everything. By the way, we see stuff like we uh, we knew where the money was in the match, the whole Tiger McElroy, the speed the, that whole thing, uh, World Cup. We know where the money is. But the worst thing he tells us every week is the most bet on props, because the first thing I do is look to see if any of them I'm on, because that's what starts to scare me, because it means that I'm aligning up with the public. However, I got to go with this one. I, I know that it's popular. I get it. But I just don't see him getting to 62 yards. I think you're right. I think he finishes in the 50s. So I, I got to follow on this one as much as knowing that data makes me nervous. Yeah, and I think recency bias is uh, being baked into this. Coming off the Chargers game, in which he had 25 carries for a buck 20, ain't going to do that against New England. Number three. All right, numero tres. Your guess is as good as mine. A whole bunch of X, 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 uh, which is uh, Lenny's favorite type of uh, film, by the way. Uh, those triple X's for sure. And that is on Great Dorch. Uh, and hopefully he's going to be sexy. Hopefully going to deliver me a spicy meet the ball and receptions. Whatever the number is, I'm going to take the over. My best guess is it's going to open at four and a half. It could be as low. And it could be a gift from the gambling gods at three and a half. I doubt it's going to be at five and a half or greater. And if it is as high as that, uh, it should be a plus odds. And I may still take, oh, I've got dark. I take the over. There you go. Uh, on the five and a half. Uh, you love that, Lundy, here at the uh, the studios inside Stadium at the United Center. Sometimes lights just go out on me, and maybe that's an ominous sign on this great Dorch wager. Uh, but I, whatever the reception's prop in line is, I'm going to take it. Here's the reason why. Uh, Rondell Moore is officially out. So somebody's going to play primarily out of the slot. And I know you got a Marquise Brown. You got DeAndre Hopkins. They're to get their lion's share of targets. But Dorch is one of those guys who nibbles at the competition underneath. And he's uh, very adept and very reliable as a receiver. In games in which he has played, at least 70% of the snapshot, which is for this season, uh, he has seen 33 targets, caught 29 balls for 75.3 yards per game. That's 7.3 receptions per contest. Going to get a lot of Miles Bryant working in the slot and coverage. And Bryant is one of the weaker links on defense for New England as he is allowed a 73.3% catch rate, 102.9 passer rating to his assignments. And you know that Kyler, again, is all about short-arming a lot of stuff. That's how this quote-unquote air raid offense, if that's what it is anymore, under Kingsbury operates. So, Greg Dorch, I'm guessing it's going to be four and a half receptions. I would still play this up to five and a half receptions on the over. If it is plus odds, minus whatever, at whatever sports book, Lundy, fade or follow my whatevers on Dorch. Does he torch the box score tonight? Who's, who's in charge of the electric bill there? Is that, is, <laughs> did somebody forget to, this is the freaking United Center. Who's I, not I'll, paying I'll, listen, I'll, I'll call Jerry Reinstorf and be like, what up, bro? I had no lights. I think it's a bad sign that the lights went off on you <laughs> in the middle of this pick. I'm sorry, dude. I don't, you lost me the moment the lights went out. That is the gambling gods saying, hey, Brad. You might not want to bet this one. 
Holy I I don't even know what it could open at one and a half receptions. And I still might fade you because the lights went out. I'm sorry. Uh, you yeah. you uh this is this is some scary shit, Brad. You lost power in the middle. Oh. All right, if it opens at three and a half, I'll take it. If it's at four and a half, I'm not going to touch it uh, because it was right around the time that you were talking about four and a half that the lights went out. So I'm just, I, I, I'm thinking that was actually what the sign was is it's just dependent upon which number and then we go from there. But I'll, that was some creepy, that was like, what's that show on Travel Channel? Those dudes that are always chasing the, the ghost the hunters or whatever it is. Yeah, paranormal. What? Whoo. That was some weird shit, Brad. I'm just I'm just throwing uh, that out there. That was weird. I, it was totally weird. P- for the love of God, uh, Greg Dorch, just turn the damn switch on. Number two. All right, moving on. The Dachshund of the Desert. Got to work those little legs tonight, I feel. Give me the over on Kyler Murray. Uh, 34 and a half rush yards. Uh, best odds in the industry right now. I FanDuel at minus 113. And best line as well. I may play this as high as like 37 and a half. Uh, and Lundy already uh, touched on it. You know, the issues that New England has had against multi-dimensional or mobile uh, dual, dual specialist quarterbacks. And that's exactly what Kyler Murray is. Uh, he has been over this number just four times this season, but a guy that's getting 6.6 rush attempts per game. And he look at what Justin Fields did. Look at what Lamar Jackson did. Uh, they ran all over the field against the Patriots who kind of sat back in coverage and allowed that runway and uh, the legs of those guys to, you know, just take off. And that could be the case for Kyler Murray tonight as New England has given up 24.2 rush yards per game to the quarterback position. That's well south of the 34 and a half. Uh, but again, Murray getting the workload, probably going to run seven, eight times in this game. I think he goes for 40 or more yards on the ground. And bonus time, uh, Lundy, I say it gets an anytime touchdown as well at plus 190. So I am all in on that dachshund of the desert, earning the snossages tonight on the ground. Are you with me? Fade or follow the over 34 and a half rush yards, minus 113 at Fandle. You, sir are rude you took my bonus time from me <laughs> uh which was actually kyler for an anytime touchdown by oh, the way uh okay. by the way uh DraftKings plus 195 yep. i'll take oh extra, I'll take okay. the extra five uh on there i know you talked about it being at plus 190 i like this one as well um you could even same game you want to go all kyler all the time take a little same game parlay take him for an anytime touchdown take him for what, 30 or 30 or more, 25 or more, something like that. Um, and you probably get a really nice payday because of that anytime touchdown that's built in there. But yeah, I do think Kyler actually gets calls his own number here uh, when they get down into the red zone and gets himself a touchdown. I like the over on this rush yards. You already talked about their vulnerabilities, what they did. Um, and, and frankly, I even go back, Brad, when you look at the schedule uh, this season for New England, if you go all the way back to week, I think it was week two um, against the Steelers. Uh, ima- imagine if it hadn't been uh, Trubisky. Um, uh, imagine if it, it, yeah. imagine if it, they had already made the switch at quarterback by then. I think that they would have seen some vulnerabilities back then too. So take the over here. I think he pushes forty. I think you're right. I think I could play this to thirty six and a half, maybe thirty seven and a half. Then I stay away. Um, but this is one of my favorite props. And as you just pointed out, anytime touchdown, also one of my uh, bonus times. I was going to throw out there because I like him for that too. 
Run, Dachshund! Burf! Run! Number one. All right, new Maruto, and this should be really obvious because uh, the trend is your friend uh, when you are playing the tight end props against the Arizona Cardinals this season because they just flat out refuse to defend plus-size targets. So as a result, I've taken Hunter Henry, and convincingly so, break out the sledgehammer, the over 30.5 receiving yards, and uh, unbelievably, it's a little bit lighter juice on this. Minus 110 at tape time at BetMGM. And I am shocked that this is uh, not higher or hasn't even climbed to like 35 and a half, 36 and a half, uh, because the history is uh, very well documented. Uh, the struggles that Arizona's had defending the tight end position. In fact, uh, if you don't know, uh, let me give you the uh, specifics. They've allowed 10 guys that go over this uh, and then. You know, drilling down 6.9 receptions, 73.3 yards per game. Again, 6.9 receptions and 73.3 yards per game. Are they allowed to TEs? Henry uh, at times has been kind of absent uh, within this offensive scheme, only netting 3.3 targets per game, uh, running 20.9 routes per contest, however. And, uh, you know, he's a guy... Uh, that is number 11 in average at the target, which is a, a decent mark there. And he is number one in yards per reception among tight ends. So when, you know, he gets that separation, he gets it with ease. He is number one in average separation per target at the tight end position. And he catches a pass from the hand of Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. It doesn't matter. He gets chunk gains. And, and tonight, uh, given the short field, um, you know, vulnerabilities of this Arizona defense, I think for the fifth time this season, he reaches 31 or greater receiving yards. So, again, fade or follow, give me the over, Hunter Henry sledgehammer style, 30.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at BetMGM. Lundy, are you with me? Yeah. Uh, look, you put tight end and uh, against the Cardinals. That's it. Okay, I'm done. I mean, legit. I, I I don't have anything else to add. The Cardinals are terrible against the tight end. That's why the John U. Smith was a was a good idea. It's why this one is a good idea, folks. Find the matchups and exploit them. Just period. End of story. And this is one of the best ones that you can do. I think he gets into the low to mid 30s. Um, and and you know you might be sweating this a little bit at halftime, but I don't think that much. I think you're going to be comfortable with this one. Oh, where else are we going to perspire, Lundy? It's bonus time! A light schedule of Kaju, so we do have some offerings there. NBA, ton of action tonight, the NHL, or maybe something additionally in Monday Night Football. Feed me, baby! What do you got? Uh, let me go with a couple. Uh, uh, give me Mac Jones over 20 and a half completions. Um, you will not find this one at DraftKings. You can find it uh, over at FanDuel. It's juiced up a bit. It's at about minus 130, 135, um, if I remember right. But if you look at what the Cardinals have allowed uh, in terms of completions, there have only been three dudes all year that didn't get over this number against them. One of them was Stafford, who only finished 18 of 25. Um, and then a couple of games mixed in there with quarterbacks that finished right at 20. Um, but I'm going to say that we get right up over that hook with Mac Jones. Again, just looking at what the Cardinals have done uh, all season long, I'll take the over on his uh, pass completions. We already talked about 
Uh, Kyler for the anytime touchdown that I threw out there. Again, over at DK, it's plus 195, so a little bit extra juice there. Uh, Brad, let me take us to the association tonight. little NBA action. Got two different parlays for you. First, straight money line. Just need these teams to win. Give me Brooklyn. Give me Memphis. Give me Dallas. If I take all three of those just on the money line, Brooklyn's on the road against the Wizards. Memphis is at home against the Hawks. And then Dallas is at home against Oklahoma City. If all three of those teams win, regardless of what the spread is, it's a payday of a plus 146. And then we talked about uh, exploiting the matchups um, when it came to uh, Hunter Henry, for example. So what do we do? We exploit the matchups in the NBA. Brad, the worst team at allowing rebounds to their opponent is Oklahoma City. The fifth worst team at allowing uh, rebounds to their opponents are the Indiana Pacers. So follow me on this one with uh, FanDuel. Eight or more rebounds for Bam Adebayo. Eight or more rebounds for Luka Doncic. Plus 109. I know it's not sexy, but it's plus odds on both of those. And both of those guys' standard line is at least eight and a half. So all I'm looking for is eight boards out of each one of them. And I get myself at a plus 109. And then finally on the ice tonight, you know I like my goals in the first 10. Looking at my chart that I've been keeping, a couple of games that I like to each have a goal in the first 10. Give me Anaheim at Ottawa tonight and give me Edmonton at Minnesota. If you take a gift in both of those over at DK, plus 149. Oh, not too shabby. Get seduced by that juice indeed, my man. All right, let's go back to Monday Night Football. I got a couple of parlays that I like. Uh, this is an all-catch, all-reception. So uh, slap on the stick with this one. Hopefully, it's going to come through on this three-legger. And I put this together at BetMGM, and it's plus 138 on these odds. Give me DeAndre Hopkins. Five or more receptions, which he has done in four or six games and getting 10.7 targets per game. Tough, tough matchup on paper against Jonathan Jones, uh, who's given up just a 58% catch rate. But again, follow the target volume. He should get at least five balls, the belly on the receptions in this one. Uh, and then give me James Conner, three plus receptions, which he has done in six of nine contests. Uh, New England has allowed six RBs to go over three receptions in a game, going up 4.2 per contest. Uh, and they give me rah, 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 Ramondre Stevenson, four plus receptions for him as well. Uh, he has been a consistency king as a pass catcher. Been over this number in six to seven, averaging 7.8 targets per game in his last six contests. Uh, and a guy, too, that should be able to get uh, to, you know, this number with relative ease. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins, five plus catches. Connor, three plus catches. And then Ramondre, four plus catches, plus 138 at Bet MGM. Uh, and the other parlay play for me in this game, uh, I got Arizona plus three and a half on an alt spread. Stevenson again with four plus receptions. And then Tyquan Thornton of the New England Patriots, 10 plus receiving yards. That's plus 140. Uh, I already gave you all the information why I like Arizona and Stevenson. Uh, to give you some background on Thornton, he has seen his snap share increase. In three straight weeks. So three weeks ago, it was 25.6%. Last week, 37.5%. And then 41.2%, or two weeks ago, I should say, it was 37.5%, 41.2% last week. He's been over this in four of eight games. I see essentially one catch across the middle. It's probably going to be for 10 yards. And we hit that end of the leg. So at plus 140, I am down 
with that. Uh, and then elsewhere, too, Jonu Smith, over 12 and a half receiving yards. <laughs> for all the reasons we mentioned, we love Hunter Henry. We like Jonu Smith for any time touchdown. It's just 12 and a half receiving yards. That's it. One catch, maybe two at most. I think he gets it done as uh, the tight end will be the point of emphasis given the vulnerabilities of Arizona this year. All right, let's go to college basketball. I'm going to take Arizona State plus three and a half against Creighton. This game in a neutral court environment in Vegas at Michelob Ultra Arena, which is at the Mandalay Bay. We'll see if Ryan Kalkbrenner will play. The big seven-footer, man in the middle for the Blue Jays. He missed the last game on Saturday due to an illness, but Creighton, they've lost four straight. I mean, they looked magnificent in Maui and push Arizona to the limit with a three-point shooting ability. And the lights went out again! Uh, but still, that's kind of a... Uh, Honest, you know what? I was going to do this in the dark. This is so spectacular. Those of you that are listening to the pod and are not watching the video oh, there are missing out on it. There he is. He's back. This is so funny. I, I, this is a great reason. Folks, we know so many of you have subscribed to the pod and we're grateful for it. But every now and then, make sure you go over to the YouTube channel and watch our two ugly mugs. Uh, because this is pure comedy that the lights keep going out on Brad. And it's as it one of those I'm talking about. Are you in one of those offices where the switch is motion censored? Yes, it is. And there's like a piece of tape over it. It's supposed to help you know, alleviate this issue, but it's doing a terrible job. Which is terrible because you're extremely animated right now. So the motion sensor sucks. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But you know what? It's apropos that the lights went out because that's exactly what's happened to Creighton and the three-point shooting here these last four <laughs> games. They're only shooting 28.6% from downtown. So unless Baylor, Shireman, and friends find their stroke, I think ASU's got to keep this thing close. Uh, they got key wins to the Sun Devils against Michigan. Uh, they've already beat uh, two Pac-12 opponents in Cal and Stanford as well. Number 13 in the country and adjusted defensive efficiency. So give me ASU plus the three and a half. Uh, and then I got uh, the San Francisco uh, Gales against New Mexico. I'm going to take the four and a half. So plus four and a half on San Francisco against New Mexico was undefeated. And the reason why I like San Francisco, it's all about living and dying by the three. Over 50% of their shots come from distance. And I'm only shooting 32% on those three-pointers. But New Mexico, number 229 in three-point percentage D. So as long as San Francisco can um, you know, take advantage of those opportunities from way downtown, I think they will get the cover. I'm not going to say they're going to win straight up and give uh, New Mexico the first blemish on the resume. But they will keep this in close, four and a half points. Too many in my estimation. And then in the NBA, I got Josh Hart. Over 18 and a half points plus rebounds. Uh, he's playing Minnesota again, uh, which he played on Saturday. Had 19 combined in that category. He's been over in three of his last six games and points and rebounds. This one's going to be a sweat. No question about it. But he's playing over 35 minutes per game. Uh, Minnesota, a pretty good rebounding team defensively. Uh, seventh fewest opponent rebounds per game they have allowed, but middle of the pack, an effective field goal percentage defense in the NBA. So it's going to be close, but give me like 11 and nine, and we cash a ticket on Josh Hart. And you know what? Screw it. I'll give you one more pick uh, in college basketball, one more pick in Monday Night Football. I found this uh, interesting pick in the football game tonight. Each team kicks a field goal. And makes it in the first half. If that happens, plus 125. 
entirely believable. And, and at, at those plus odds, why not get seduced by the juice with Matt Prater and Nick Folk? And then at college basketball, I love Syracuse. I will lay the 23 against Monmouth. Monmouth, one of the worst teams in college hoops. How bad are they? Number 343 in offensive efficiency. Number 297 in defensive efficiency. They cannot shoot the three, which you have to do to soften the zone. And that's all Syracuse runs is that 2-3 zone. And they're only netting 28.8% from outside. So Judah Mintz and his fiery personality and his friends should be able to blow out Monmouth, maybe by 30 tonight. So I, I will take the orange uh, who will slow this game down and frustrate Monmouth, one of the worst teams in college basketball. We are out of time here on the Fade Five podcast. Please drop us a rating and a review. If you enjoy uh, these insane episodes, even when the lights uh, do go out, uh, and follow the guys, that's me, that's Luddy, on Twitter, uh, myself, at Noisy Huevos, all of my spreadsheet picks I post there every single day. Lundy does the same thing on his handle, at Nate Lundy. Hopefully the uh, bills will be paid or I will figure out this motion sensor the next time I'm in Chicago. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Lights out!